from the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hello. You can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Join us March 2nd, less than a month away at the brewery for bingo night where you can win a uh <clears throat> a pair of uh nashville sc tickets uh have a good time you know we're gonna be there so that's always fucking amazing you can enjoy some even better beer uh some good friends and, and a couple laughs um today we are we don't guarantee uh, I'm, real quick real quick bob i'm so <laughs> sorry we don't guarantee the good friends part okay we don't know who you are as a person and so we're not guaranteeing that people are going to be your friends when you come. We can guarantee the good <laughs> beer. We can guarantee that we're fun as hell. Uh, but I don't, you know, I don't know you that well. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to speak to your, your gaining of friends at this event. So call me cynical, but, uh, but you know, I just don't want to, I just don't want folks coming to us afterward, Bob, and being like, yeah. dude, I was promised good friends and uh, everybody was terrible and I hated them. I'm not responsible for that. That's your, that's your personality. Well, buddy. I will guarantee it. My oh. thing, I will guarantee that you, that you will make, you will make good friends. And if, okay. and if I, and if I'm wrong, okay, then you can send all of your complaints directly to Brandon and he will send it. answer send all it. Send it, send it this way. We will answer for it, Bobby. We will absolutely answer for it because I will, you know, you know what we're going to be doing? We're going to get to the bottom of this. Why Bobby would promise you something so ridiculous. You're, you're clearly terrible, sir. And so we got to figure this out. We got to figure out why he's so dumb and he yeah. would, uh, he would now, guarantee if your, somebody your shows up and says, if somebody shows up and says, Hey, I was, uh, promised some new friends. How can mm-hmm. we make this happen? Mm-hmm. Um, you're, I'm going to send we'll, them right we'll just, to you. We'll cross that bridge. Yeah, I'm going yeah, we'll to send them to you. Bridge. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to say that I'm not guaranteeing it. I won't guarantee anything. Uh, um, but all right, yeah. Today we are covering covering a bunch of news from inside out of, of the NHL. We're talking about the skills comp uh, that apparently happened. Uh, People do we call got it games that. of the week. We got joke of the week. Yeah, and we've got much, much more. Uh, but don't forget to check us out on Twitch where we are always having a fun time, you know, playing some games, chilling, kicking it back, drinking some beers. Uh, before we move into the uh, news, how are you doing, bud? How is your week going? Uh, pretty good, man. Uh, just been, you know, gaming it up. Uh, played, uh, you know, it was a friend, a cousin's of Stephanie's 21st birthday. Uh, that was they just had it right across the street. So we went over there a little bit on Saturday night. Uh, I mean, you know, just showing, just, just still got it, man. I don't really enjoy playing beer pong like I used to, but you know, youngsters, they always want to play. I mean, sometimes you just got to show them who you are. 
uh, first game, you know, I got I, I had a, uh, a an overly drunk person, which is not, you know, bad thing, but they're not a great beer pong teammate. They're a good, you know, life yeah. friend teammate, you know, but they're not going to hit a lot of cups. Well, second, the first cup I hit, I see that they pull the wrong cup and knowing that, um, you know, nobody will ever believe you when they tell when you tell them that you've hit death cup. Um, uh, I told, uh, a neutral party before I ever took my shot. I said, Hey, just so you know, take a look over there. They pulled the wrong cup. It's death cup. He gave me, he gave me the, yup, that's death cup. And so I landed, I sunk it. We're three shots into this game and it's game over. And they did not like that. Uh, but death cup is important, mm. Bob. And so the youth today need to know. You don't always have to be the best. You just got to know the best loopholes. Okay. So that's just what I want to throw yeah. out there to you. Uh, but man, just, you know, just getting, looking forward to, to Mayday coming up, looking forward to the Super Bowl. Just really, you know, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool. You know, I'm like, uh, like Will Smith before he hit, Did before he beat that? Chris Rock, <laughs> before he beat Chris Rock. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, nice, man. Uh, <laughs> Quick fit check. You? Uh, you know, I'm well, you? The, uh, do you? I mean, uh, hold on. Me? How are you doing? No, I mean, you know, just I'm, because I'm, I didn't ask doesn't right, mean man. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I was like, well, I guess fuck me then. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, doing good, man. You know, it was up all night last night. They were doing fucking taxes, which I'm going to talk a little bit in the snaps my stick. Mm. Uh, I think we were all done with it. Who the fuck knows? It's the most insane thing ever. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, doing well. Just been playing some video games, working, you know, just do, doing my thing. Uh, quick fit check, rocking the rocking the Grizzlies hat today and just a fucking shirt that I grabbed out of the laundry. Before, Isn't before that funny? Isn't that funny? You know, I'm rocking my, uh, my Auburn Hawaiian shirt. Isn't it funny we're rocking clothes that we got each other? No, you know. <laughs> i'm just saying know, right? i'm just saying well, you know I, and then i got the salt you know i got the salty dog hat on i'm just feeling like i need it to not be winter anymore dude i've just been yeah run like it's, run what, down. is it still winter because it's like 60 degrees outside today it's sunny dude it is gonna be like three next you know in the next two days or something i'm sure i haven't looked at the weather i don't look yes. at the weather this time i don't know that for a fact bob so don't quote me but i mean the groundhog seems to think that there's going to be six more weeks of winter. Uh, Punxsutawney Phil. Um, so I did, I don't know, man. I just like, honestly, it's not even the cold. I don't even really care about the cold. I hate that. I feel like it's, it's dark all the time. I feel like I live in Alaska. It's just always dark now. Uh, so that's something I hate, uh, about the, about the, you know, <laughs> about the winter weather, you know? So, uh, yeah. so I've, feeling like a like a wanting to get to the summer again so i went and went ahead and rocked the uh the summer attire nice fuck yeah well let's move into the news everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice it's time for news from inside the boards Yamir Yager scores his 1,099th professional goal, passing Wayne Gretzky for the most in hockey history. Um, you know what bugs me the most about this is that Wayne Gretzky did not just wait till he hit get just not get two more before retiring. Get two more goals. 
mm-hmm. it really bugs me that he didn't just get to that round 1100. Like it's annoying and I don't like I, it. And I don't, pro, I don't pro professionals need to be better. Yeah. I don't think that he cared because, um, almost 800 of his goals came in the NHL. Okay. This, <laughs> you know, this is entirety of pro goals. So I'm assuming it, you know, any type of national league play or, you know, AHL, you know, minor league play, you know, I think those, those goals would count. Cause that's professional level. Does, hockey, okay, right? does, Ooh, do national teams count as professional? Cause in my mind, like Olympic, do Olympics count as professional? <clears throat> yeah, I would imagine so. That's my if question. they're prof- if they're professional players, if they get played to pay hockey, they're okay. professionals, right? You know, I mean, well, are, are, are you getting paid at the Olympics? Are you getting paid to go participate in the Olympics? I'll bet Isn't you that the, the point of the Olympics. I'll bet you the national now, team pays them. I, I, yeah, I'll bet you the national team. Okay. You know, and this is me just guessing, buddy. So this is not, you know, normally I'm very yeah. gung ho about how you're wrong and how you could never be right. And I still am gung ho about that. But um, more more so that I, I'm just uh, I'm just assuming that perfect because yeah. this is a professional goal that he got in another league. Well, I don't think Gretzky played in the KHL or anything. So. Yeah, I'm trying to look. I don't know. You know I'm trying to look. look. Right, right. Um, um, oh, let's see, because hmm. it's because it, it keeps wanting to wanting to lock it into specifically NHL or like give you like a league. Yeah. Uh, huh. I'm looking. You said that was yeah. That's his goal. I'm getting the so. And maybe it was a wrong stat. Maybe it was like. Yeah, it says here he added 94 goals in Continental Hockey League, 107 in the Czechoslovak and Czech leagues and 55 international tournaments, including the Olympics, World Cups and World Championships. So this stat is including the Olympics. I just I just didn't know if like. So it would be considered like other players get their Olympics and stuff counted. Now, Sometimes, I would you know, bet. when you're dealing with multiple leagues and stuff, it could be very weird. Yeah, I'll bet it. I mean, I'll bet it does, though. You bet it, I bet it gets count, counted for everybody. You know, I mean, the guy that scored a goal yeah. in 1970, you know, 74 hockey for whatever team has a goal in the professional hockey. But normally team, you know, they play it professionally. They play the sport professionally. Yeah. And so they get more opportunities to do it. But yeah, so, I mean, it definitely. Uh, would account but so 1099 you wanted to go straight to that you know 1100 that means that some that's still funny because there seems like 300 some odd goals that are unaccounted for that are just floating around like i can just imagine there being like uh you know like old olympic games that he scored like 13 goals or something against you know iceland um (laughs) you know (laughs) so um but man, can we just talk? We we gotta got off the point because we we wanted to see how he beat Gretzky. But fifty one years old, dude. I mean, fifty one years old, yeah. and he's. I mean, it's not it's not the NHL or anything. Like, don't get me wrong, but I mean, there's most fifty one year olds can't play in a beer league, dude. You know, so I mean, the fact that he's professionally scoring hockey goals oh. uh, it is absurd. So, you know. Yeah. All we need, we need him to come back. He needs to come Uh, sign with the Preds so we can get our Yager jersey. Yes, I want that jersey. 
Uh, Jacob Truba absolutely levels Nazem uh, Kadri. Uh, the video you can it's on Reddit. Well, uh, I'll post the link to the uh, to the video in the show description. Uh, then he just uh, proceeds to go kick his buddy's ass after that. After his hey. buddy steps up, and that is just I mean. You know, I wrote the, the I wrote the this out. I wrote this out for you, Bob. And when you said absolutely levels, I knew as soon as you said it, I undersold it. Uh, <laughs> I undersold this. It was like yeah. a freight. It was like a freight train. He got wrecked. He was. It was. I mean, it was good form. It was everything. And then he yeah. ragdolls. He cool. ragdolls him in the fight too, man. It's yeah. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was a bad this might day be a for the for our hit of the year. Yes, uh, this is already yeah. a finalist for the puck for the for the pucks uh, awards. Yes, uh, this was. Uh, we probably need to uh, maybe. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm going to put in our title here, pucks uh, award finalist, so we can remember it. How you like that, Bobby? That's a uh, that's smart nice. right there. That's there smart. We're still going to lose it. We're still going to lose it, but we'll it'll it'll only yeah. be us to blame. <laughs> it will only be our fault. Yeah, man, Truba, Truba absolutely uh, destroyed him. He's doing great there in in, uh, in New York. Uh, I mean, he's been such a good fit yeah. for that for that team, um, and they they seem to kind of have turned it around a bit from from their slow start as well. Yeah, uh, let's move in to uh, outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards. Time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. It's Super Bowl week. We've got the Eagles versus the Chiefs. Um, let's talk a little bit predictions, what we're thinking here. Um, I'll start us off with saying that I think the Chiefs are absolutely going to walk all over Eagles. I, that might be a little bit with my heart, but I think that uh, if I was thinking of my brain, I think the Chiefs win it. I think they win by. I think they win it by ten. Um, they they are the underdog yeah, right now. The so the trophy. Uh, so e- not even money. A little over even money. Plus one hundred five right now. I think the Eagles are sitting at uh, minus one twenty five. Uh, man, I, I could see that happening. The Eagles have shown a whole lot, man. That defensive line is is nasty uh jalen hurts and, and and the aj brown combo is is great it's hard to undersell patrick mahomes and, and andy Reid's game plans though so definitely uh definitely up there man i'm not really sure uh which way i'm leaning i think i'm leaning on i'm gonna go with the eagles you've gone with the chiefs i'm gonna go with the eagles uh, do we want to get uh, maybe a score prediction? Oof. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to say, I know I said by 10, but I'm feeling 38, 33 Chiefs. 38, 33 Chiefs. I'm going to say Chief. 38. 33. So a big scoring game from you. I'm going to go Eagles 27 21. Um, let's see. Yeah. I, all right. Let's go with uh, who. 
Super Bowl MVP. I'll let you pick one from each team because, you know, you're never going to get it if you get the wrong, you know, if you guessed wrong on the team that you won. I mean, I think uh, I'm going to say Hurts. Okay. Don't hate it. Eagles or Travis Kelsey. Even money? Chiefs. That is exactly who I was going to say. If the Chiefs win, Travis Kelsey has about three touchdowns, right? In my mind, he's... Mm -hmm. Um, or, you know, yeah. just big catches. I, I'm with you on that. Uh, I yeah. don't think even two weeks at, with, with two weeks of healing, you know, Patrick Mahomes is still not going to be that mobile guy that we've seen him be uh, with that ankle. You know, I mean, he's still going to have, you know, have it wrapped tight. Uh, so I don't think that if, if they win, it's not because not because he's made some fantastic play. He may have played great quarterback, uh, but he's not doing some run and scramble out and flick it over the back. And, you know, it goes under some guy's shirt who pops it to Travis Kelsey and he scores. Uh, it's going to be gritty football, seven, eight, 10, 12 yards down the field, uh, moving it along. So I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I wish I could go somewhere different. Um, either that or, or AJ Brown, if AJ Brown goes off and has about three touchdowns or something, I could see that happening. Uh, but um, I think that those two guys that you said are the key for either team's wins. Jalen Hurts doesn't doesn't play like an MVP. The Eagles most certainly don't have a chance to win in my mind. Um, and if uh, I mean the Chiefs do, if Travis Kelsey doesn't play like an MVP, I just don't see the game plan working out if he's not a big part of it in in my mind. Yeah. So um, yeah, and I think he's just such a freak athlete that there is not a world in which I mean because the only thing keeping him from going out and performing is himself. They, they, he, you can't cover Travis Kelsey. I don't think that defense yeah. has the skill to cover Travis Kelsey. That's I think deep being MVP, like is he, if he's, if he's dropping balls, defensive defensive line is going to be key on both sides of the ball. Who can get to the quarterback? Yeah. Uh, you know, if the, if the Eagles defensive line is able to play like they've played all playoffs, it's going to be no problem. You know, it's not going to be a lot of time for Travis Kelsey to get open uh, with the mobility issues of, uh, of Mahomes. Um, are they going to be able to put the kind of pressure they've put on, on Mahomes that they have other people that's yeah. yet to and be that's seen. That's another thing is how is, I mean, how healthy is Mahomes? How healthy is that ankle in coming into this game? Exactly. I mean, exactly. Mahomes, um, even if you don't, even if he doesn't have a lot of time, he's, he, I mean, he can still get, you know, Get, get Absolutely. out wide and get the ball out. Right. Yeah. I mean, it didn't seem like there was any problems with his quarterbacking last week. I just seemed, or two weeks ago, excuse me, seemed more that it was issues with, um, with what he's normally able to do. Uh, but it was not yeah. as high flying. But again, two weeks, we'll give him that. Over under is 49 and a half. Obviously, you have the over on that. Uh, my prediction score has me under at four, right at 48. I don't know how I like that. You know, I, I think, I don't know. I might go with the under, uh, you know, I do, this is two teams that I feel like we think are going to come in there and play high powered offensive games. And I think it's just going to be, I think these defenses are a little better than, you know, we're giving credit for. Uh, so I think I'm going to go with under as well. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm so uh, sorry. I'm sorry. No, we have one more. We're thing. not moving. We got. We got one more. Yeah. Uh, what colors the Gatorade? No, no. I was saying, what colors the Gatorade of the winning shower? Oh, oh. oh. <coughs> um, yellow. 
Yellow. Okay. Yellow greens three to one. Um, I'm liking, I'm liking <coughs> orange. Uh, orange is, is one that I feel like they always have a lot or, uh, the clear is pretty, pretty new. Uh, but we don't have a blue team this year. Usually a blue team would have blue, uh, as I, as mm-hmm. I've seen. So we don't have a blue team this year. Um, yellow and green and go as one. So you'll get, you'll get credit if, uh, if they win. Hmm. Okay. So, okay. But there are winning, yeah. uh, um, uh, AJ Green has retired from the NFL. I do not have his stats on hand. I don't know if you have those oh, pulled up. I I don't, but I can pull them up. But yeah, I mean, uh, what a what a pretty great career. Yeah, I mean, spent most of it. He spent most of his career with with Cincy, right? Correct. He was at Cincy, yeah. and then he went to um, to Arizona, I believe. I don't think he was anywhere other than those two places. Okay. Um, when I first read this, I read AJ Brown in my head. I'm like, wow, he picked a really weird time to retire. Like, he's not even going to play like, in the Super, Super Bowl. <laughs> like, yeah. He said deuces. <laughs> Let's see. Like, I just wanted to fuck with Titans fans for a little bit. Oh my goodness. Let's see. This is ESPN. You're so garbage, dude. Why do you have to like, I just want to get stats. Why does it got to be so convoluted for me to just look at a guy's stats, man? That's why people hate you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah cincinnati and arizona yeah it just was the first one okay so uh played 158 games in his career uh 727 receptions 10,514 yards 70 touchdowns 14 and a half yards per reception uh 1468.7 fantasy points in his entire career Hmm. his name you want to know his name though Adriel Jeremiah uh, yeah. did not see it. Did not did not see that coming. Not gonna not gonna lie. Just he was always AJ to me. So yeah. um, well, I'm I'm glad that he's not one of those guys that his real name that his birth name his real name is I AJ. Knew guy, I knew a guy whose uh, his name was like GT or something like that, and I remember asking him, "So what does it say?" He's like, "Oh, it's just GT." I'm like, "Yeah, but like, it does that mean?" He's like, "No, my parents just means- named the letters G and T," and I'm like, "So All on your birth right. certificate it says GT," and he's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "That's," he's like, Stupid. "Okay, well, that's a thing, I guess." Yeah, yeah. Like that's dumb. Definitely went down a little bit. Uh, had some injury injuries in his career. Uh, played, you know, only eleven years. He only played uh, played for eleven years. So I mean, his stats are pretty impressive. And was injured uh, a lot of the. <clears throat> in 2019, he didn't play at all. So I mean, he didn't really play a full eleven years. I mean, he did play those full eleven years of, of league weeks that he played, but he just didn't yeah. didn't play those straight through eleven years. But uh, yeah, it'll be 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 interesting to see football without him. I mean, it's been a while. I mean, he, he hasn't really made much of an impact lately um, in the last few years. But uh, I mean, every once in a while, you got to see him make a fantastic play on red zone or something, just pulling in a touchdown. So. Uh, good luck yeah. to That's Mr. Wild. AJ Green. Yeah. Um. Right, one year he had almost uh, fifteen hundred receiving yards. That's, oh yeah, that's I mean he was injuries was, really injury really yeah. yeah injuries really derailed him. Um, from being probably a, I mean, even a little greater. 50, yeah. <clears throat> that year he had almost fifteen yards per reception. 
which is and he had 90 almost 100 catches that year that's, yeah and i mean he did a lot of his work year. with he did a lot of his work with carson carson palmer you know he never had some super ultra stellar quarterback um or stable coach you know with a lot of it being marvin you know there for forever yeah um, he made the pro bowl his first seven years in the league yeah he was pretty nasty like is, when, that, he was pretty yeah. nasty uh when he when he when he was on um, I, I would imagine he goes hall of fame, 10,000 receiving yard puts you hall of fame status. Right. I mean, I don't think yeah, that keeps you out. Yeah. But I think, but, I think um, that with who've made, who's made it, he's making, he's a hall of famer. Yeah. Um, easy money. Uh, right, I did want to say the, oh, go I was going to, I was going to bring up the Kyrie Irving trade. Just mention, uh, Mavericks receive Kyrie Irving, Markeith Morris. And the Nets receive Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, an unprotected 2029 first round, 2027, and 2029 second round picks. Uh, imagine that. We're talking Kyrie traded again. Uh, you know, <laughs> Kevin Durant should have been a grown-up and sided with James Harden in that fight. Uh, I don't know why he didn't. Uh, Kyrie has always been, you know, this guy, so... I uh, did want to mention that Kyrie Irving is now a Dallas Maverick, so the countdown begins of whether he requests a trade or Luca requests a trade and doesn't sign a long-term deal there. Or both. Could be. Uh, very yeah, Well, think- no. No. <laughs> to be fair, Bobby, Kyrie would wait until Luca tr- got traded away, and then he would request the trade. That's when he would do it, not when it would make sense. Uh, oh, we'll just trade him away and we can keep you, Luca. No, no, um, no, I'm going to wait. I'm just going to wait this out. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see because uh, the the Nets uh, pretty much told, said publicly that their only goal was to make sure that Kyrie did not go to the Lakers because Kyrie wants a championship. He wanted to go to the Lakers and they said, we are not sending you to the Lakers. So I would like to see Luca go to the Lakers now. That would be yeah, best case. That'd be great. Luka. Or the Celtics. I'd like to see. I, I would love to see him uh, go to the Celtics. That would be amazing yeah, to me. Neither of those two teams have the money for, for him, I don't think, uh, is the uh, unfortunate part. They already got their money tied in big superstars. So yeah. I don't think it's. Ha- I don't think that's happening. Yeah. I don't think uh, Luca's going to Boston. Oh, the Lakers or, have or a superstar? Hmm, it's unlike them to have a bunch of superstars. Yeah, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Maybe you heard of the guy, all right? Maybe you heard of yeah, a little, little coaching. The, I, Maybe you heard a little coaching legend called Luke Walton. Hmm? Maybe you ever heard of him. Yeah. You ever heard of Rick Fox, buddy? You ever heard of Rick Fox? He was on One Tree Hill. All right. <laughs> talking about superstars. Talking about superstars over here. Hmm, I was just talking about L.A. legends. Ever heard of a little lady called Lisa Leslie? Hmm, maybe you heard of her. A basketball <laughs> legend in L.A. Uh, all right the uh main topic of the day is we're talking about the atrocious just absolutely horrible uh skills comp for this this season's nhl all-star weekend i mean i got through half of it and just said nope i'm done it was one of the most cringeworthy things and i'm glad i'm not the only one who thought so it was it was so forced it was just so so bad at every aspect i Um, was playing video games scripted i was playing video games and i remembered oh the skills competition is on so i pop on reddit to see you know how it's going and people were like it is not going very well at all so i just continued to play video games you texted me about the time that i'm like looking that stuff up and it's like this is not good this is really bad 
<laughs> there was there was an accusation of war criminals uh, on there. You said yeah. somebody accused uh, Alex Ovechkin's son yeah, of they, being a war criminal. So that was that was the yeah, that, I'm, I'm saying I missed yeah, that. They, yeah, I don't. I think it was someone for like Toronto Sports News or something like that. It was pretty much like, why are we making o- Ov Junior uh, like center stage here when Ukrainian civilians are dead? And it's just like, well, because this what? is the NA- <laughs> this is the NHL All Star Game, so yeah. <laughs> so and he's a kid. And it, I mean, listen, I I give a lot of, of flack, and the one the one good thing about the All Star Game. Um, is, and I'll put the uh, the link on the doc, is that for the breakaway challenge, Sidney Crosby and uh, and Ovi, they teamed up and gave assists to Ovi Jr., which is, I mean, that's that's kind of cool. I mean, that's that's a cool thing. I mean, people like to see it. And I mean, that's, I mean, it was the all moment, but also seeing Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin playing together like that, that's a once, I mean, yeah. you're, you're never going to see that thing again. That's, yeah. a, that's a cool thing to say you got to see. We can say though, um, and, and we'll he, talk. And a, he scored his goal on Roberto Luongo as well. Ah, perfect. Well, yeah, so. <laughs> we can say I feel like um, we were very excited before this season, Bob, or maybe it was last season or whatever, for ESPN to get their shot back at hockey. And I think that the experiment, the ball, the experiment has failed. We can hate on NBC all we want. But they they had the time to give to hockey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we, you know, it wasn't it wasn't you know great. We didn't always enjoy it. This is, goes back to one of those the devil you know type situations. Uh, yeah. Hockey it has just it's just not been their forte for sure. So I wanted to say that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, a lot of cool stuff. Like obviously, uh, you know, Elias Pettersson. Uh, yeah, I mean, 103 mile an hour shot. That's pretty dope. Uh, Connor McDavid's accuracy shooting was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, which he for, ended up for, not winning the event, but yeah, he um, killed it in the first round. Killed it in the first round. Uh, I mean, you know, that's it's what it could be cool, but it's not. Uh, like you said, the goalie thing where the tan it was, you know, the Tendy tandem thing where I mean, UC Saros and Hellebuck won it. But that's, I mean, it wasn't showing their goals, right? I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't showing like what they're supposed Hellia to Beck do. Was, hell, so it, first off, they said that before it started, they had changed some rules and the players had no idea what was happening. And so they had to explain to the players right before, like all live on TV, what the thing was. And it was still, it was the most crazy thing. So pretty much one goalie stood behind the goal and shot a puck all the way down the ice. If you hit the, if you hit the net, you you got two points. If you missed, you didn't get any points. And if you got in the little hole, like in the five hole, you got three points. If you missed the net, someone from the other team, uh, it went 1v1 against your, your other goalie on your team. Uh, if you hit the board, you got two points, then it was a 2v1. If you got it in the hole, you got 3v1. So I, it was just, it was just weird. And yeah, we didn't even get to see UC Saros in net. Um, that was one of the few things that wasn't broken was that was the it was like the uh the, it's like they did it like a tournament where as it, how, the, how many saves in a right. row can you get right that was good that was fun to watch it was it was you know it was it was you know um it caused you know it got people going but like yeah. this was just dumb 
Like I, all of it was just so bad. Um, some other things, the, uh, the splash shot was dumb because they're like, Oh, you would have to try and get the other, per- like you, if you get all five and then hit the little thing, you, you dunk the other person in water. And I was like, Oh, maybe they're going to do this in the rink with, but it's really cold. And the person doesn't want to get dunked. They did it outside in Florida on like a oh, 85 degree it's day. Like, but, I need to be dunked. Yeah. It, and the other, and they were like, so ranting and how was it being dunked? And, or it was, it was like, uh, it was like, I don't know, some, some ranger, I don't know who it was. They were like, oh, how was it being dunked? He's like, oh, it actually feels really good. I'm just actually going to just stay in here for the rest of the thing. Cause it's really <laughs> hot out. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, okay. Like this that's, is dumb. you know, that's always, that's always frustrating. It was, yeah. It was clear. Like when dry Sidle went with the accuracy shooting, the moment he realized he couldn't like qualify, he stopped caring. And was just right. like, I think he went for like a minute and a half. And it's like, these players don't care about any- this anymore. Yeah. It was yeah. All, and then like all of the breakaway challenges were clearly scripted by the NHL. Literally, Mitch Marner, his entire thing. Like I said, he came dressed out like Hawaii Five O, mm-hmm. And then I thought, okay, he's, he's in a little costume. Maybe he's going to like, oh no, do a cool. He literally just skates and shoots. And he missed. <laughs> he didn't even hit the net. And he's like, ah, and then uh, the judges, the, the judges gave it like, and then the judges, oh my God, three people <laughs> never even heard of before in my life. There was two wrestlers that I've never heard of. There was a guy who used to be in a boy band from the nineties, but a Canadian boy band <laughs> that I've never heard of. Then there was another guy who was a, not hmm. even the second most popular supporting character from the show White Lotus, but he just happened to be <laughs> Canadian. So they put him in there. And then That's... the only person who actually got a standard ovation was the was uh, Australia's like top tennis player was the other judge. Who's so that was who's ra- top women's Australia's, tennis player? Oh, women's tennis. I do not know it. Then I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just not familiar with tennis <laughs> at all. Uh, but they so were going definitely... through, and they were they're like, "These are not athletes." And then the one athlete on the board actually got a standard ovation from both the other judges and the rest of the place. But she just so happens to live in Sun Sun uh, in, in that area of Florida, so that's why they had her there. They forgot they like, to get judges. Legend. They forgot to get judges, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude. They, <laughs> they there was a guy. Yeah, there's a guy that woke up that morning. And he was like, "Dude, that is this." ESPN has been so cool about this whole thing. They really have not wanted us to do anything for the All Star Game at all. Oh my god! I was supposed to do one thing. I was supposed to get judges. All right. Hey, get on the horn. See if we can find any Australian tennis players that live close by. Get Vince I mean, McMahon on the so- line. Get Vince McMahon on the line. I need pro wrestlers. Stat. Yeah. Okay. I and need. Then- who's the, who's somebody that I lost mean, a, so- a Grammy? Or uh, lost uh, an Oscar <laughs> at uh, an Emmy at uh, for White Lotus. Get him here. Not, no, I don't want a winner. I don't want a winner. I want like I want one of the supporting roles. Somebody we can afford. Yeah. <laughs> I think in the show he played like uh, Christopher's son. Christopher, not his name wasn't Christopher. The I show, but he played Christopher. I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, haven't. Oh, oh yeah. well, Micro Imperioli was there. Come on, yeah, dude. Well, no, he wasn't that. He wasn't at the All Star game. It was the guy who played oh. his son in in White Lotus. Oh, okay. I thought I <laughs> yeah, was like yeah. Bobby. Are you kidding? I was like, I was like Christopher. I was like, you were there. <laughs> no, no, I was like, the oh, guy who he's played Christopher's son. Oh, Christopher, he's another one. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, was, I'm so, calm yeah, down. I'm so calm bad. down. <laughs> 
right, let's uh, uh, head into our uh, games of the week. Games of the week. Bobby and Brandon do the work so you don't have to. The best from around the NHL and what to watch. Alrighty, we have a little bit of a score update after we picked the All Star games. Uh, I was uh, I won this past week. Uh, let me see if I can find the actual thing. Uh, I had the Central. Uh, yeah, I had Pacific over Central and Atlantic over Metro. I lo- uh, lost the first one, won the second one, and then the, my Atlantic pick uh, to win it all won. So I got an extra uh, win this week. Um, so the current record is I am sitting at 42 and 29 and Bonneson at 41, 28 and one. So he has just, he has a small edge on win percentage right now. Small slight. Like we're talking 0.07 or something. No, it's not even that. It's like point. It's like 0.26 or something like that. So yeah. Yeah. But he does have a significant advantage right now on the, uh, on the betting record as far as money. I'm sitting at $68 and 15 cents. He's sitting at $80 and 36 cents. Um, he, you know, he had a really good run where he won a bunch of puck lines. Yeah. I'm a, uh, you know, I'm going for it again, baby. Let's go. Let's go. I'm cranking this up. Let's jump into the beginning of the week. Uh, I've got the Kraken going over to the East coast to take on the devils, two hot teams. Uh, and I'm going to take the devils on this game. And I'm actually going to, because I think it's going to be, Barely, th- Actually, I'm. I was thinking about taking puck line. I think I'm just going to take money line on this. Don't hate it. Um, I also. Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to go to my first game. So for the Thursday game, I have the Avalanche playing the Lightning. Uh, the ninth at six p.m. I am going to go with the Lightning. Uh, just straight money line. Uh, they're at home there. Uh, the Avalanche has, you know, have been stepping up a little bit, but the, but the Lightning just seem to get it done uh, when they're playing there at home. So I'm going to go with the Lightning. And um, on Friday, I've got the Maple Leaves going into Columbus. I'm going to take the Leafs on this, and I'm going to take the puck line. Smart, smart. I uh, think that was a good call by you. I uh, I have the Kraken and the Rangers for the next night, which was what I was about to talk about before I realized it was the next night. Um, normally, I'd go with the Kraken here. But on the second night of a back-to-back, I'm going to go with the Rangers, and I'm going to hope that they are the favorite, and I'm going to take the puck line for them. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Um, let's see. On Saturday, uh, I've got an eleven thirty puck drop up in uh, upstate New York. I've got the Calgary Flames coming into the Sabers. I'm gonna take that home team to win that matinee game on a Saturday. Uh, I'm gonna take the Sabers. Like that pick. Um, I was I was gonna I was was gonna say if you went with the Flames, I think you're taking the wrong call there. The Sabers have been uh, have been lights out lately, so. Good call, so good pick. Hot right now. So hot right now. Um, I have for my Saturday game the eleventh at two thirty. So watch the Savers game. You get to come right over and watch uh, the Capitals and the Bruins. Um, Bruins kind of went uh, 
into the all-star break a little slow. I think they're picking it back up. I'm going to go Bruins puck line. Nice. Yeah, I think that's uh I think that's solid. Um all right. So on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, you actually have the first game that day. Okay, Super Sunday, uh the 11:30 a.m. game, a game that you might actually uh take the time to watch before the Super Bowl. I guess yours is at a decent time as well. Um I have the Oilers playing the Canadians. It's 11:30 a.m. on Sunday the 12th. I'm going to go with the Oilers, uh, and I think I'm going to go Oilers puck line. Nice, nice. Um, all right, so on my Super Sunday, I've got – there was not many more to choose. There was not. I've got the Anaheim Ducks going over to Vegas. I'm going to take the Golden Knights to put on a show on Super Sunday. I'm going to take the puck line. Yeah, I think that's the the best call there. I don't think you're even getting any any money. Uh, going yeah. ducks puck line there, hmm. and then it's me again. Monday, uh, I have the Panther. Uh, I have Panthers playing the Wilds. I'm gonna change that to the Wild. Uh, Panthers playing the Wild on the 13th at 7 p.m. Panthers have not been playing good good hockey. Um, Wild have have stepped it up. I'm going wild, and I'm going puck line, baby. I think uh, I went straight puck lines except for that lightning game um, because I am believing in myself, Bob. That's what you got to do. You got to believe to achieve. Uh, My last game of the week, I've got Detroit at Vancouver. I'm going to take Detroit here. I I wanted to get them minus one and a half, but I just don't know. It's too far out. They are the away team. I don't know if they're going to have that line, so I'm just going to take money line. Okay. But I I think Detroit's going to win by two. Okay. So I'm, okay. I'm taking Detroit money line. Not a bad not a bad call. I'm I'm feeling Vancouver that that night. To be honest, that's think that's the one pick of yours that I that I, I flipped yeah. on. So we'll see uh, how that turns out. So. Good luck to you this week, man. We'll uh, we'll forever confuse ourselves for the rest of the year while we have while you have one extra game than me. <laughs> yeah, I was actually gonna see if we wanted to maybe just like count it as a tie so that we can easily. I don't know, but I think either way, it's still gonna be one more game. So yeah, but I've I already found that, a yeah. I, right. I've already found a good site that I can do win percentage on, so we don't have to worry about it, nice. e- it cool. even with ties. So that's how I was able to yeah. calculate. Just every couple of weeks, we is. need to put a little asterisk that says, "Here's why Bob has one more game." Yeah, so we're not that's why. I'm, looking for the reason why you saw <laughs> on the games of the week doc, I bit up put yeah. a big Bob has an extra game this week, um, and so <laughs> yeah. hopefully that will. Uh, I think. I think. Our massive amounts of discussion, we don't normally discuss it a lot. We usually just say, we'll remember, and then we don't. But now we've had, like, large-scale discussions about it. Like, we had to take it to our senator. They didn't do anything yeah. because senators <laughs> don't do shit. So, <laughs> uh, but all right, let's move into joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. All right. I think you may have sent this to me on the 
Oh my! Uh, you made? Did you text me this? I've seen. Um, I've seen this before. I texted you about Something. the groundhog dying and big meteorology. Uh, okay. Yes. So this is all you, okay. buddy. This is all you. Yeah. So You've probably Taliban seen fighters it. who moved on Twitter or something. I've seen it around. Uh, but Taliban yeah. fighters who moved to Kabul after the takeover are bored and fed up with traffic, saying that the nine to five grind that they are being forced to do now. Um, and they are salaried workers now where if they don't show up to work, they don't get paid. Um, well, they're hourly work, I guess. So, um, and they said it, it is one of the worst things they've ever known. And, and honestly, it really talks to the just the shittiness of nine to five where these guys would rather hide in mountains and be bombed on than just go to an office job. They literally like, said that it is truly we did have it, it, it is it is taking years off their life having to go and sit behind a desk. Taliban workers who go to war with the United States say now their life is in no, danger no, by the they, monot monotony of going to a nine to five. The f they fight with their co they used to fight with their coworkers of whose turn it was to get blown up and blow up, up other people while being blown up. And they would rather be doing that than working a nine to five. That should tell yeah. you something. Like what is their, what is their title? Like, I want to know their job title. Like I'm just, you know, I'm a terrorist. He used to do terrorism for the love of it, not the money. And as soon as he starts getting paid for it, it's no longer a fun hobby. It's now just a job. This guy finally realized, okay, so maybe we should, you know, do something else for money and then do the terrorism thing as like a fun hobby. Or, yeah, hear me out. Back to the caves. I'm just, I'm just yeah. going to throw it out I, there. Some of these quotes honestly are amazing so let me, the this is that they were interviewing some of these guys this is a quote the taliban used to be free of restrictions that's a fucking statement right there but now we sit in one place behind a desk and a computer 24 hours a day seven days a week life's become so wearisome you do the same thing every day i sometimes miss the jihad life <laughs> We were this, after we arrived in Kabul. We were stunned by its complexity, its expanse, its size. We didn't know where to go. Everything was strange to us, and of course, we were strange to the local people. For twenty-five-year-old fighter Abdul Nafi, who fought in the Taliban's insurgency for seven years, I mean, seven years is—I uh, mean, that's—I that's, 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 mean, he was like, earning vacation time. He was earning yeah. vacation time, and the company got bought out, and now he doesn't have his vacation time anymore. He's like, "What yeah, the I hell? Why was I these, saving yeah, this? Yeah. Like, this like, is my example, favorite." Like, Who's Afai, a 20-year-old former sniper who enrolled in the Capitol's police department on arrival, he echoed his comrades' disdain for office life. <laughs> so my one of my favorite one was, we had a degree of freedom about where to go, where to stay, and whether to participate in the war. He says, these days, <laughs> you have to go to the office before 8 a.m. and stay there until 4 p.m. You don't, <laughs> you don't even get a choice of war if you want. Like... <laughs> I want to choose to be in the war, buddy. Like I do, I do like the choice of war. I'm going to choose it every time, but I want it to be my choice. Okay. I, you know what, you know what I had to deal with today, Bobby? Uh, a woman was walking into the university. Now I don't know how to read or go to university or anything, but it offended me on a level in which you would not realize, uh, I am just waiting. I can't believe CBS hasn't made this a sitcom. Like I'm waiting for, you know, like it's it's the fourth quarter of the NFL game. And it's like, stay tuned after Jihad the game. Life. Where, yeah, <laughs> welcome to watch Jihad Life. 
what happens this week when when Mansur uh, realizes he can't bring his gun to work anymore? Right. right. Oh <laughs> no! He's his mom's like his mom's like Ahmed. You are not supposed to. Oh no anymore. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, but you're not supposed to yeah. do it anymore. That was when With special and what's this? Special guest star Jeremy Piven is on tonight's episode. <laughs> he, he's reprising his role as Ari Gold. He's now agent. <laughs> he's now he's now an agent for Taliban guys. Yeah, he's like it's it's entourage jihad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you know, like the most coveted jobs and stuff. Or like, dude, I just want to be on the executioner squad. It's like, yeah, everybody does. We have a list as long as Kabul. Okay. Yeah you're never gonna be an executioner boom in walks jeremy piven this guy's to the front of the line ari gold gets it done okay yeah Th- this time the you're fired thing with the paintball he's just uh, he's using <laughs> it AK-47. is not as fun <laughs> right yeah, yeah yeah it's it's a little dark <laughs> it's you get, you get michael you get michael scott doing a fake office firing except for he's really he like shoots him in the leg he's like oh no i'm just kidding you're not fired that was just the joke firing <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean this is like very like you know sometimes these like not the onion articles it's like these are like real stories but when i read this like some of these some of these quotes i'm like this is fake there is not there's no way that they are saying things like you know the taliban used to be free of restrictions <sighs> traffic like, has now become a- traffic has become more congested now like were you dealing with a lot of traffic beforehand he's like no almost none okay i feel like i've seen those caravans of like well it's because they used to all carpool you've seen those trips they are everyone is carpooling in the taliban well now everybody's it's just like it's just they're becoming america they they now all have their own money to get their own cars and it's like dude i cannot spend another minute with sharif dude he is the worst okay he is is, always He's always bringing up and heating up burgers in the fridge, you know, in the in the microwave, because I would have to imagine burgers is something that they wouldn't like the smell of, you know, over yeah. there. Right. Because, you know, they're used to like lamb and like different types of food. You're allowed to you're allowed to microwave fish. But like he microwaves something and people are like, oh, my God, is that a hot pocket, Sharif? Get out of here. You're yeah. oh, my God. I would like to say that. America was had boots on the ground for what 20 years trying to turn this region into a modern society with Desk modern jobs, problems. Dude. It took it took less than a year of America pulling out and these Desk people jobs. complaining about nine to fives. They are Desk already jobs, dude. Had, yeah. <laughs> like it is America's already at that lo- point. America's lost its touch, brother. All right. We, <laughs> we we gotta we gotta we gotta have to get Bill Gates and like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos over to these Middle Eastern countries if we want to give them appropriate freedom. All right. That's yeah. what it that's what, that's all I'm saying. Is like they were they realized they were never more free than when they didn't have to run the government. They were like this was not at all what i was thinking like i really just yeah. like shooting ak-47s if we're being uh, i do want to say that if you if you look at like the cover photo on this article the guy in front with the red bandana i dude. feel like that just looks like a dude named chad who like got stuck here and he's like he, hi he I, was, I answered the wrong <laughs> craigslist ad he was no he was a left he was like he, he was out and about when the private contracting firm left and so <laughs> yeah. 
he just walked in to he saw people with desk jobs and stuff and he just sat down and he started typing dude and he started complaining about mondays with the you know with the guy next door he's like mondays right and everybody's like yeah and then they're like dude you look super badass do you want to actually be the guy that rides on the hood of the car and he was like yeah oh yeah i'm in these are real these are real oakley's by the way so yeah I think like I think that what this article does is it's so surprising because we have I mean, there's no doubt about it, whether it's propaganda or just the way the news talks about it. Like we have we have a view of what this area is like after the takeover. And I'm sorry, like, I don't think it is as like, yes, I'm sure it is very bad for women and sure minorities but it doesn't sound like if you were on the end, it sounds sounds like like it's fine. It sounds like you just got a job. Yeah. You know what else is not easy for women and minorities? America. So I mean, like, it's not sure. super different. Like, sure, but at least for now, at least for now, you don't have to wear a head covering. You know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> at least for now. But you still do have to do the nine to fives. That is one thing that that, that we did not get. Yeah. Uh, get and around, I think they so. actually said that the Taliban is actually think they they had like a summit and they're actually thinking about relaxing on some of the rules for head coverings for women. I think they're starting to realize that as they're as they're they're like, dude, this power sucks. grows. They're like starting to realize that like being yeah. in a society can be difficult. And rather than deal with a bunch of rebellions, they're like, they're starting to like, they're like, listen, it's like we that episode of Family them. Guy where it's, they're like, guys, what if, what if we, we get rid of all the government? We want anarchy, but we're all very busy. What if we like, just like, what if we Delegate. all agree on like five people, five people, it's their job to represent us. And like every couple of years, we, we, we change, we vote to see who we want to represent us so that we can all do our own thing and not have to worry about, you know, running everything. Let me tell <laughs> you this. Let me tell you this right now. I'm totally in with that because we got to get more people in here to do these desk jobs. Okay. I've seen American <laughs> TV. They always have the women in here in the computers. Okay. We need to get to like mad men. All right. We don't want to no. go too far or anything. You know, we don't want yeah. like. We don't want women like demanding, you know, equality or anything like that. But Mad Men, where we still get to treat them how we want to. But there's a little bit of bit of give. We got to tell them they're pretty and they get yeah. to wear nice stuff. You know, yeah. I we're definitely need AMC. I need AMC to pick up a Mad Men spinoff in, that's, in, in Kabul. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. It'll be the progression. It'll be like once their society progresses and they're sick and tired of like fighting rebellions because. You know, all the guys that they used to have to fight them are now like living cushy office jobs. Life. It's like that mad TV skit where that guy was like, uh, like a Middle Easterner and he's like, I've infiltrated him. And he's like, but he's really in- clearly enjoying American lifestyle. He's like, no, no, I've got this lazy boy. There's oh, the Americans. They're so lazy. <laughs> and they're talking and they're talking about with the cell about doing the terrorist attack. He's like, what about this, though? What if I stayed here? And I kept getting intel for the next 20 years. Okay. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> so, yeah, this is a really good one, man. I'm really glad that you uh, we it's it's nice to know about other people's struggles. OK, because I yeah. think we've we made fun of them, the Taliban, because they couldn't fly the helicopter. But that really wasn't fair of us. We didn't know how much they would hate desk yeah. jobs. So. Yeah, and to be fair, we also cannot fly helicopters. We so. can't, but we have never tried to fly a stolen one. At least not anything yeah. that we're going to admit on here that's being yeah. recorded. I mean, I feel like I've, I've watched Rambo. I feel like I could figure it out. Like, Rambo wasn't. Oh, a, my I, gosh. He figured it out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you kidding, Bob? 
we could YouTube it. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. could get the bad boy off the ground. We would not be good at it. I, I, I can imagine, but we would be able, although that was a military one that probably doesn't have specifications sure at all. Oh, and didn't they, yeah. didn't they, didn't they switch a bunch of stuff? We're not going to be able to mechanically fix it, but if we knew that was yeah. a working helicopter, we would be able to, well, YouTube. I will say that there was a story a couple of weeks ago that they like also like in the Kabul area, they had a bunch of, U.S. military trucks that were broken down, and they did just YouTube how to fix them, and they were able to get them all up and running. Yeah, that well, was trucks. a big thing. The, the U.S. Mili- the military was like, "Hey, we left a bunch of weapons and high tech like trucks are one thing, but Bobby. we dismantled them so they couldn't be used." And th- and then they were no. like, "Yeah, we fixed all these tanks." It was no one trucks. Away. No way that no way that they could fix tanks on, from YouTube trucks for sure. Those well, are readily available. Well, they said it was just a, because they said that at the end of the day, like on YouTube, they found U.S. tanks of World War Similar. II and realized that. It's pretty similar, and yeah, they, they, it's not in perfect working order, but it's it's working, and they're they're tanks now. I see. Like, I don't. You, think... they, it doesn't have all like the, the they couldn't fix like the, the data guess, screens inside. But... I guess we have a different thought process of a tank. We're not sure if it's working correctly, but it seems to be. It just seems like that tank maintenance is like a, a something that you want to be on top of, right? It doesn't seem yeah. like it's like a, we're free balling. Like we got Joe up there and he went on YouTube yeah. and he's our tank guy now. He's like, oh, yeah, he got me out of my, he said it got me out of my desk job. He's <laughs> 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 like, do we have a volunteer for tank mechanic? We actually need a tank mechanic. And dude's like me, I cannot anymore. Did you not read the article? Yeah. I'm sick of this. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's uh, move into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. Speaking about how hard we have it. Um, American tax filing system. I'm filling out tax. You know, there is self-employed stuff. There's W-2 stuff. There's some 1099 stuff. It is just so, so intentionally confusing that our government makes us do this. And I was talking with a streamer friend from England. He was like, yeah, we, we don't do that. They, they just send you a bill owe. or they send you money. They send us a bill or they, or they send us money. And yeah, I guess if you're self-employed, you say, you tell, you, you say you're self-employed. But like throughout the year, they just they know what you're making because they're the government. And they know yeah. what you make, and they, and it's, it's so funny because they're because they're like, oh yeah, well, what happens if you get it wrong? It's like, oh, you could go to jail. Oh it's yeah, like, it's like oh, and they and they, I mean, they not don't tell at you our level. Yeah, not at our level. Yeah. We probably not going to jail, but yeah, but I mean, that's it though. That's it. That's literally how they brought down the biggest gangster in the United in the history of the United States. They couldn't even bring him down on like actual charges. They're just like IRS get this dude okay get him and yeah. we and they got him they got him i mean my man's you know i'm talking about uh, al capone if you were if you were unfamiliar yes. yeah but uh, yeah what a joke man uh, we have to we have to file ours and this will be our first year filing jointly so i mean you know we'll see we may have some issues or problems that i that i run into i'm hoping it's just pretty straightforward we have a di- yeah. we have different tax situations so i mean you we have a lot more data coming from all sides yeah. you know for, for work and stuff um whereas mine is you know pretty pretty straightforward changes nothing i 100 percent agree with you what a stupid system 
that uh, the American tax filing system is. Uh, you know, I mean, we're not getting into the nitty gritty of the taxes themselves, but the system of filing is stupid. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <clears throat> also, April 15th. What a stupid day. Why'd you pick that day? Anyway, anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was just, uh, you know, just random, just a random ass day. Uh, mine, um, uh, not even like a super snaps my stick, but I didn't really have anything that like popped out. The Pro Bowl before the Super Bowl. You remember back in the day, the Pro Bowl used to be after the week after the Super Bowl, and it used to be in Hawaii, yeah. and it used to be fun. I don't know. You felt like the players were having more fun. So, um, did you watch? The, did you watch the Pro Bowl this year? I watched that clip that you sent me <laughs> of Jalen Ramsey, um, but no, I will I say I have normally agree with you. I think that them switching to flag football was. Good. I did like that. No, it I like that clear. idea. I, yeah. I think it is very clear that the players are having more fun out there. They are enjoying themselves. They're trying harder. Before, these players didn't want to get hurt because they are professional athletes who have a contract and a career. Yeah. these They were going fucking hard out there. No, they, no. I love I mean, the seven on seven. I, I love the seven on seven thought process. So that's not, that is not my complaint. You know, normally me, I'm a complainer about that kind of stuff. Not at all. Literally, like, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't going to spend my weekend watching the Pro Bowl because we got the Super Bowl coming up. But next week, yeah. after the Super Bowl's over, my thought process may change on the last bit of football I'm going to get until April because of the USFL. You know, don't want to forget the USFL, yeah. baby. We got year-round football again. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean... And, I, and I, uh, the USFL has full-time referees, so, you know, could, some would say almost better. And they were, and they have somebody in the booth that every in between every play might making correction calls or, Hey, that wasn't a holding or, Hey, this was a holding or, Hey, this happened or this happened. So, I mean, you know, take uh take some advice and learn, but yeah, I think I would probably be more apt to tune in. I still probably wouldn't, but I would be more apt to tune in if it was the, the week after uh, the Super Bowl rather than the week before. And I know they're trying to cover yeah. that weekend, but honestly, the nothing of those two weeks uh, I went back when the Pro Bowl was afterward, just made it so exciting, you know, watching ESPN and watching, uh, you know, yeah. uh, Super Row, uh, where all the, you know, different analysts and people are coming in town for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I I don't know. I just feel like it's it should uh, uh, that all star game shouldn't happen before the season ends, because I think those Super 100%. Bowl players should be allowed to to be. Even if they want to bow yeah. out afterward, I think they should be allowed to participate if you want. I mean, Jalen Hurts yeah. need, should I, I, be yeah. at the Pro Bowl, you know? Travis um, Kelsey should be. Patrick. We Travis see Kelsey these, these should be at the, col- at the Pro Bowl. So, yeah, that would just be my offhanded one. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I think that it's I think it's unfair to have a team like Cincinnati who just want, lost a heartbreaker that then turn around and have to ask the yeah. people to have fun. Yeah, yeah, I think give give it a week. Give the, give those give those guys who lost in the conference championships two weeks to watch the Super Bowl, have some time, recover from the tough loss, and then they can go have fun out there. Yep, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. If, if they did the flag football seven on seven a week after the uh, Super Bowl, I think that'd be great. Yeah, I think I would. Wa- I think I would. I would try to watch it. I probably wouldn't, but I would still yeah. try. Yeah, but all right, guys. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, remember to catch us on Twitch and online uh on twitter and stuff to be kept up to date for brandon i'm bobby this has been uh pucks out podcast we'll see you all again next week peace Ah!
Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.